it's that time of the week again. Welcome to Two Guys Talking. Marks and Chris. Yeah, I thought I'd spice that up a little bit. Um, <laughs> as is with the dark and stormy you're drinking, you just took a took a swig. Oh, God, and you're yeah. complaining about the. I can feel it on the back of my nose when I drink it. Look, man, you're the bartender in this flat. I'm just I'm just happy to be here, right? You made the fucking drink. Don't, yeah. Don't try and pin it on me because I'm the bartender. Look, I watched you make the drink, and I had to coach you. Yeah, it's not my... Look, look right, when, when me and my old housemate, Henry, we used to do Dark and Stormies, but we didn't do them properly. We called them Light and Breezies, right? And we got... Well, actually, we got the same room as we got here. So we've got some Havana Club Especial, and uh, we've got some limes that we've cut up. The difference is we would just put the limes in the glass. What's this thing? What, it's what, a muddler. It's a muddler, right? It's like, it's like, a, it's like a plastic kind of... Um, it's like a potato masher. No, it's like a... Uh, meat, the thing you used to tenderize meat. Have you tenderized meat with this before? No, I used to spatula when I did it. Yeah, why didn't you just use this? Because that's too small. It's not got enough surface area. It's, it's better than the fucking wooden spoon and a hammer or whatever it was. So you were using spatula a spatula and, and a hammer. hammer. You were using a hammer to tenderize meat by whacking the spatula. Well, yeah. And you're giving me liberties on, oh no, you can't use that. That's perfect. That's, that's genius. It's not got enough surface area. It's not that much smaller than like an actual. If you compare the end of this to the surface area the spatula offers, I would need ten of these. But instead, of, instead you needed two tools. One was a spatula, one was a fucking hammer, man. A, a meat tenderizer is a hammer. How did it taste? It tasted great. I I, I will give that a go this week. <laughs> I mean, you can't argue with results. You can't argue with results, can you? It's not... stupid, but it works. It isn't stupid. Well, I've not poured mine yet. Let me just try and get the nail in the back. We're just using Tesco's own brand ginger beer. Probably why it's you know hitting your back of the throat like it's no, probably no. not. So we've done this before and it was great. So you put um we got a, a double um shot, double rum yeah double shot of rum put it in you put the limes in yeah. you tenderize the limes with the yeah. with that uh, purely because a spatula and a hammer wouldn't fit inside the glass it's too narrow um, that's why we're using that that instead. And uh, then you just pour in the... Um, I could be a cocktail maker, man. This is sick. The ginger beer. Yeah. Yeah. I think you've just been a bitch muddling the limes, if you ask me, because I watched you do it. Well... And you've been very gentle with them. Th- there's a pun in there, but I can't think of a good one. I guess I'm muddling my limes. Um... <laughs> huh. Anyway, cheers, man. Um... Not the punter you thought you were. That was quite good, actually. <laughs> that was quite good. Um, as is, I mean, this is tasting fine to me. It's not hitting my throat. Yeah. Mm. Oh shit, we're missing a we're missing a host. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Look, we're doing we're doing the podcast just us two, right? You can come out when we're finished. No, she's not actually in the cupboard. That's just me doing that. Um, Steph, where is she? What? She she's visiting uh, family in London, I believe. So okay. she's taking bank holiday to go see her family. You've got to do it. I mean, I don't take many like proper holidays in work, especially this last year. There's been fucking nowhere to go, so I've not taken any holidays. But when I do, or when I did before COVID, I used to try and time it for the bank holidays so that I get like a four-day weekend because you can do that without taking any extra days. So You, you know what? Rob did do that. that. Yeah. But I remember asking you last week if you were going to be here mm. for this week's podcast. And I asked you specifically before the podcast. I do live here. Yeah, but you might go see family. The that's same true. Way. You might go and see your mum, your grandma. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So I was like, are you going to be here next week? So this is a bank holiday. Mm. 
and if we need to, we can announce on the podcast that we won't be making one next week. No, we committed. We, we're here. Don't you worry. Because the thing is, as soon as you stop like posting regularly, the, the listeners, however little many are left, struggling just in the corner. Yeah. Um, they don't know. They end up thinking, oh, well, the public's not posting anymore. And then they drop off even more. So we can't have that. You know, you've got to keep the regularity going. Right? We can also pre-record it. Like that- record it. We already record three days in advance. Yeah. So Sunday just have to be the best day to record. It works for us. Yeah. The problem is, was it last week or the week before when the whole football thing kicked off? Oh. Pun intended. It was probably the week before now. It happened during the it, podcast. No, so no, no. It, it was too late for us to talk about it. They announced it Sunday evening, didn't they? Su- super. And then everything started blowing up on Monday. Yeah. So the problem with that is... There's an entire week before we can talk about it. So it's fucking pointless. And we didn't end up talking about it anyway. Well, I don't, I don't, I'm not really asked about football. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a bit... Uh, I mean, look, it's, it's not bad. It's just I've grown up... I never had an influence of football. We work with a sporty household. Just me and mum, literally. Um, I did my thing, she did hers. And it was... Everyone had a great time. <laughs> so, Talking yeah. about great times. I've had a great day today. Yeah, so what... Yeah, because you, you came home about half an hour ago and... Like, I started making the drinks, getting rid of the podcast, but obviously we couldn't talk. We could You just came in and just kind of stood there, and I'm just like, well, I know why you're not talking to me. It's because we need to discuss it <laughs> on the podcast. So I'm looking forward to hearing about today. What's good. So obviously, I uh, I took a trip to Scouseland today. Yeah, man. The city called Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Not a bad place, to be fair. Well, uh, according to your Snapchat, it looked awful. <laughs> it just Literally, I'm looking at half-eaten uh, McDonald's snack crap of the days, just I'm, on a windowsill. I'm, I'm looking at a can of uh, cider that took 40 minutes to be served to you. No, and no the can no. wasn't even open. No. What about the food that came with the ticket inside the food? Mm. Yeah, what the fuck? So, <laughs> okay, that is we, in the back of the throat, actually. We <laughs> went to a bar. Uh, I'll try and find it for you now. And we specifically chose this bar to get food. Mm. Which, fair enough. We were hungry. Yeah. Everyone was hungry. Like, we'll go here. And the queue wasn't too big when we got there okay so i had to wait a bit but it wasn't too bad anyway we go inside we sit down and we're looking at the menu it's not order off the app it's this is just the menu someone will come and take your order ah yeah you see i don't mind that i'm like all right that's not exactly an issue i can live with it it's not gonna ruin the day for me However, what does ruin the day is when they take half an hour to come and take your fucking order. Yeah. Right. Because they're not using an app because it's one person just on their own running yeah. around. Pretty yeah. much. That's what it was. They took the food order and half an hour later the food came. But the drinks didn't come. <laughs> For another 10 minutes. Oh, shit. So we had the food. We had the drinks. We ordered steins. They didn't have any stein glasses so they just brought out two pints. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Uh, we had all that and we did another order. It took about 45 minutes from ordering with the person to actually getting the drink. Bearing in mind, all I ordered was an old moot cider. Mm-hmm. And the old moot was a can as well. It was literally, it was yeah, literally, it was literally a can. Take yeah. it from the fridge and bring it to the table. That's all they had to do. But 45 minutes. I mean, you've mental, you could have gone to the Tesco across the road and like just got one. Really, really could, really could. There's some music blasting from next door, but that wasn't too bad. It's quite nice. I mean, in fact, the thing is, right, bars and pubs rammed right now, really busy, obviously, 
Everyone's, oh, yeah. everyone's getting hammered, right? So with all in in fairness to the staff, they're probably a bit overworked. But why has the this bar not got an app facility like everyone else? Why why is it taking forty five minutes to get your drinks? Mm. If we discussed this last week. Yeah, how long is too long? It's too long. Mm. Forty five minutes. I was ready to get up and ask for a refund, man. Seriously. However, we did have a little bit of victory at the end. Okay. I've got a new uh, tea mug. You've got a new tea mug? Yeah, I've got a new tea mug. Oh, shit. Oh, what? What is it like? Um, Well, how? How did you get a tea mug? I nicked it from the bar. Oh, oh my God. Wow. Now, to describe this is what gonna be I'm sure, Marcus, that is oh my God. a pottery-style beer glass. It's a Erdinger beer glass. It's got the measure line on it as well. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the, half a litre. Yeah. yeah, that's what we had for our cutlery. I'm, I'm Which excited. again, after we got the food, took another 10 minutes to I'm arrive. excited about this. Not because I'm going to be using it, because I'm not going to be using it, right? I don't really <laughs> drink that much tea. But the amount of trips to the kettle, yeah. Will we'll be lower. Will we'll be lower, because I swear to God, I swear to fucking Christ, every five seconds you're getting up, putting the kettle on, sitting down, getting up, putting the kettle on again, probably, and then sitting yeah. down, because obviously it's gone cold, and then you do the thing. Whereas with this... Like this will, uh, this will, this, this should reduce the amount of tea you're it's making. It's also got a really thick wall, so it'll retain the heat a lot better. That's true, and you know what's interesting as well? It, it tapers in a bit like a like a can, like yeah. a, like a soft drink yeah. can or a beer can. It tapers in at the top. Um, I, I forget what the name of that is. Um, you remember that video from the engineer guy? And he talks about how cans are manufactured. Yeah, there's a special name for this. Like it's like an insert, and it it's like a it's a fucking nice mug. You try not to ask that. Very man. nice mug. I know, I anyway, know. I'm not even going to drink. This will be a good tea mug for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember to get it out of the bar, I was going to put it in my bag, but it was like, well, if I put it in my bag, it's a bit too obvious. Yeah, I mean, it is literally theft. Like, you admitted to theft here. I uh, hope you've not, you, you didn't, yeah, okay. And Robert, he, he just had a Primark bag next to him. So I just picked up the glass and dropped it in his bag. Nice. And hid it under the stuffing bar. Yeah. <laughs> when we were in the next bar, he got it out, put it back in his bag, and I pulled the bag towards me, put it out of his bag, and put it in my bag without him realising. To be fair, right, the thing in my bathroom that I use to store my toothbrush, I have had that for about five years. It's a Bacardi branded... It's made out of some kind of metal... Right, it, it's it's not, it won't be copper, but it's like a it's got it's like, metallic. It's Just got a metallic, it's metallic, yeah. It's a, it's a metallic uh, drinks glass, and it's got Bacardi Cuba Libre yeah. um, on it because my uncle, when he had the pub, um, he uh, did like a rum night or some shit, like a like a miniature rum festival, and they had um, they must have had a deal with Bacardi when they had yeah. all these like it would have been cups. Of Bacardi. yeah, and and I obviously nabbed one right. And five years later, I'm still using it to store my toothbrush. And it's sick. I love it. I am not getting rid of that. It's, it's, it's got a story behind it, man. Um, it's got a dent on the side from when I um, dropped it on the floor when trying to put it in my bag. I mean, I could have just asked him and been like, yo, uncle, can I have this? He'd be like, yeah, sure. But nah, I was like, I, I want to feel the the risk element. Otherwise, it's not worth it. So, well, this is the thing. And I've used like, it. I've been using it for years. I feel like we could have just walked out with it and no one would have said anything. Yeah, they probably just don't give a shit. I mean, uh, you are literally in Scarsland. It probably happens all the time. Ironically, the next spot we went to, uh, the the drink I ordered wasn't the one that I wanted as well. Okay. But they did let me know if we don't have the one you want, you will get this. I was like, all right, yeah, whatever. Okay, that's good. 
the next place I went to, they were like, they've got the beer list. It's like we've got Australia, Australia in edit, and some other stuff. I was like, oh, sick, we've got an edit on draft. Fucking give me that. Okay. Fucking lovely pint. Wait, so is that, is that Australia, but like a different kind of Australia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, right. It's I've... half lager, half wheat beer. Oh, nice. One of my favourites. I didn't know they did that. I thought there was just an Australia, which is like, you know, the standard lager, which is like really good shit. Oh, there's a few. They do a few. Nice. I've not seen that. That's one of my favourites. Yeah. I was like, I really want this. And so I asked her, can I get an in, in, in edit, please? She goes, is that the Australia? I was like, yeah, Australia in edit. She's like, yeah, yeah. She writes it down. They bring a normal Australia to the table. So I asked the guy. Like, have right. you got in edit? He's like, oh no, we're all out of in edit. I'm like, all right, yeah, whatever, fuck it. I'll mm. just take the Australia then. I'm not going to kick up a fuss. They should have said, though, when they served it to you, oh, we were out of this. They like, should have done, definitely. Yeah, fuck but it. But I was like, yeah, probably yeah, same yeah. Uh, anyway, later on, when they took the next, I was like, can I get a can of hooch? And she looks at me and goes, hula hooch. I was like, no, hooch. <laughs> What's hula hooch? Hula hooch is a different flavour of hooch. Hooch is the original. And hula hooch is a different flavour of that. Did you ask for hula hooch? No, I asked for hooch. Well, why the fuck is she asking you about hula hooch? Oh, Bring she, me the fucking hooch. Yeah, she's trying to give me a hula hooch. I'm like, are they just trying to make me drink things that I don't want to drink today? <laughs> <laughs> like, all the bouncers have called ahead. It's like, right, this guy, he's not from around here. Make sure that he has a confusing time. We've got some mics in the city. Fucking give him a terrible time. We don't want him. Send him back. Yeah, yeah. Make sure he didn't come back either. But I will say Liverpool is a good night. It is. Liverpool is a fantastic night out. Yeah, because like, it's it's small. Like I feel like Manchester's not a big city in the centre, but Liverpool is smaller, Yeah. which means you can just zip between bars so much quicker. Mm-hmm. Everything's together, right? I remember doing uh, Carnage in Liverpool. So good. By the way, I've got the name of the boy for you. It's called... Einstein Beer House. So, so it's a proper, proper German place. So now they know that it was you that stole their mug. And also, it's going to be me who gives them a one-star review for 45-minute wait time for a, a can of cider. Well, I mean... But yeah. other than that, if you look past the service, I had a really great time meeting up with my friends. So I've not seen him in over a year. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, it's like Will... Yeah. So we saw our mate Will for the first time in a fucking long ass time. I mean, when did we actually last see him? Probably over a year ago. Well, it would it definitely yeah. over a year, 100%, but I don't know when I actually last saw the guy. Yeah, I couldn't put a date on it. Was anymore. it like 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 was it around New Year or something or maybe someone's birthday? I don't know. Again, I couldn't put a date on it. It was so nice to see him. Yeah. Um, because since we last saw him he's got himself a girlfriend. So I met her, she's lovely. Um we went out uh in Northern Quarter last night. Now where did we go initially? Because we ended up in Foundry. Initially, we went to Foundry. We got some food. Yeah. Uh, we got the food, and then the drinks came just slightly after, which wasn't too bad. Mm. Although, I'm getting to the point where if a place serves your food before your beverage, there is a problem. Yeah, a I reckon so. Yeah, yeah. the drink should always come first, yeah. right? But also, um, for um, his girlfriend who was with us, she... Kept yeah, she getting did. served the wrong drink. Like, she wasn't drinking. She wanted non-alcoholic. She wanted mocktails. Yeah. And they kept giving her, like, recorder leg and, and, and shit. And it's I like, think they just got confused. She ordered, like, a strawberry mocktail. And they brought our strawberry and lime drink. To be honest. It was I, a fucking cider. Like, I would make the same mistake, personally. Well, then you would tell. But, like, one's a mocktail. One's a, a cider with a bit of a glass. Like. Yeah, but you hear things differently. You hear what you expect to hear. 
And I always say, ah. the, I always say the order back to confirm it. Yeah, but don't, didn't they order yeah, on an app in that app. place? It yeah. was an app, so yeah, it it's was. written down, man. So they just skim the ticket and make the drink. Mm, fair. They see strawberry like I'm strapping like boom. Yeah, done. Yeah. Again, yeah. I I'm guilty of doing something like that, making the wrong drink, looking at the ticket and going, ah, for fuck's sake. But you pointed out something to me. So like, some drinks, like, because I was thinking, oh shit, they're gonna have to waste that drink now. It's been opened. Are they going to have to waste it? And I'm thinking, shit, like, if it's going out of it, like, you know, why not, right? Yeah. But there's certain rulings you were saying last night. Yeah. With regards. If they don't serve the drink to you, they can just take it back to the bar and give it to the next person. So it's not transferring from the establishment mm. to the customer. Yeah. I, I've got a... So last year, who's the recorder league? Mm. Um, so no one ordered a recorder league. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, no, I ordered this. Not a record link. And they're like, all right, we'll go fix it. And they will take it back to the bar. And just like, I've got an open record link here. But if it was a draft beer. If it was a draft beer, as long as, again, as long as they keep it on the tray, it's fine. Okay. It's as soon as... If it... you serve it and they look at it and go, I don't think I ordered this. And they come to you. That's you great. can't then be like, oh, okay, whatever. So do you take, would you take it back or would you just let them have it? The beer? Yeah. I'd take it back. Yeah. Like, you, they've not paid for it. Mm. Um, for our establishment, at least, we're not that kind of establishment. We're very stingent. Yeah, you, st- on, you, st- you stingy fuckers. Yeah, like, essentially. We're stingy. We will rather waste it to provide... I, I guess, you know... Not, not to provide a service, but to stick with our brand image. Yeah, we will not give you free shit. <laughs> Well, you know what Pretty it actually much, yeah. does? No, no, no. I'll no, tell you what it does, right? It discourages people from thinking, oh, I can get free drinks here by just saying I didn't order it after you put it down. Yeah, essentially. So it, it, it stops that behavior because... Yeah, it's like, no, if we made a mistake, we will change the drink for you. It's a, it's a shame that... However, like, we're it's not going to get two pints instead. Yeah, of course not. Um, and then, it, well, I don't know. You, you know when people say, oh, um, I'll leave a tip or, oh, the bar can have it, the bar yeah. staff can have it. Do the bar staff drink whilst they're working? Well, I don't think they can. It depends on the establishment. Mm. Some some places are more lenient than others. For example, my previous bar, I would drink on shift. Yeah. I would, people would buy me a drink and I'd keep it and drink it while I'm making my drinks. I had a fucking great time every shift. I loved it. Did people buy you a lot of drinks then? Yeah. Because it was, it was a very small town and a small it bar. It was a very small town and a small bar. However, we had a solid base of regulars. Yeah. And they would buy you a drink and I'd just sip the drink all night. That's nice. It was great. That's I loved right. it. Oh, that's good, man. That's good. Obviously, well, how's that bar doing now? It's still open. Still going. Yeah, still doing I, I want to go down. I know uh, George moved to a town nearby. Okay. So I want to go and oh, see yeah. him. You go visit him. You can go um, up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That'd be nice. So might try and arrange that uh, in, the, in the coming weeks. Yeah, do it 100%. Um... But back with last night, so we started in Foundry, then when did we... We only went to one other bar. We did. And Mike... Like, there was the tavern, I believe. The tavern, yeah. right. So they had a street permit license, which is fair because the government can't be like, oh, you can only serve people outside, but then not offer a solution to have people outside, yeah. right? So they've got a street permit and um, they didn't have enough heaters, fire heaters, and it was really annoying because... Um, a table became free next to a fire heater and then another table moved over to that table which then meant 
we couldn't get a table with a heater next to it. But the upside was, right, that the people who'd moved from the table that we ended up sitting on to go to the bi heater were obviously fucking smashed and they didn't realise that when they were... My theory was, right, they didn't know that they had to change the table number because we kept getting drinks given oh, to us. No, it was just the shots. That they'd ordered. It was just the shots. That I don't know if they ordered it or not. I don't know if they ordered no it. No fuss was kicked up. Literally. Shots just appeared at our table. Yeah. And we waited until we had to go before we even touched them. Yeah. Because, well, we didn't ask for that. We, we assumed it was the previous table who ordered them and they want them, so we didn't touch them. But then uh, you had a theory about the woman who served them to us. Yeah. And that Looking was, at them, yeah. going, they're so fucking pissed. I don't want to serve them. I'll just give it to these guys. We were having a nice quiet night. We yeah. were just chilling, you know. Say but, that. We ordered a picture each with an hour to go. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and the, the guy came over and was like, oh, just just checking. You you did order two pictures, right? As if to say, oh, um, did you mean to order pints or did you actually mean to order pictures? And we were like, no, no, no. There should be three pictures. Yeah. <laughs> like, there should be three of those, not two. And he's like, okay. And so then Three pictures on. and a soft drink. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, just, just, uh, you know, yeah. we don't want to get smashed. No, no, that was for, for Will's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Because she was a, a designated driver mm-hmm. and not drinking. Yeah, which was fair. And she had, well, we had a great time. Yeah, yeah, we still had a good time. We yeah. didn't get absolutely fucking hammered. Like our no, friends no, who we're no. not going to mention, right? But, um, someone that we know had a host pipe at them, um, which was fun. Um, but I I've not got any other details on that, I'm afraid. Um, but um, <laughs> talking about, uh, oh, oh, I'm trying to think of a pun now. I'm trying to think of a pun. because <laughs> <laughs> it's just like um, talk about. Um, Don't be so wishy washy. Put, put, putting water on the fire. There you go. There you go. That's it. Talking about wishy washy. Some fucking fantastic news this week. Yeah. The ICU ward for COVID in Manchester was empty. So you know what annoys me, right? It's these people who go around and they're like, oh, they've got all these Nightingale hospitals and I mean, what, th- this is the ICU, this isn't, this isn't, yeah. is, it, is it Nightingale? Is it the, no, no, this is the ICU, this is the hospital. Okay, 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 that's fair enough. But with regards to Nightingale, it's like, oh, you know, um, no one's using them, they're empty. Isn't that a good fucking thing? Like, yeah. you, don't, you don't want people in them, but they're there if you need shit. It's like when it snows and everyone's moaning about how we're not prepared, but then if the if the roads were always clear... Because there's a fuckload of money being spent on snowplows. You complain about, oh, we're spending too much on snowplows. Yeah, because the roads are clear. You dickhead. Yeah. Like, it's... You remember uh, having... People are stupid. You remember having grip boxes on the corner of streets? Yeah, yeah. Especially if you live in a hilly area. Mm. There would always be a grip box at the bottom. It was good. I'm pretty sure that's what I've never seen one in Manchester. Well, well, the thing is, Manchester, I mean, it's mostly flat. And also, being a city, it is warmer. I don't know how that. I don't know how it works, right? Because I don't. I don't get it. But in cities, it is harder for snow to stick. There's more traffic moving, more people walking, and there's just there's just a heat. There's like a the the base temperature is like one or two degrees warmer than in a rural area. Yeah. You know, just because you've got more density and more emissions and that kind of thing. So more, more everything. Yeah. So I've never seen a grit box in Manchester, but to be fair, I've never really looked. Um, on my travels, I might go and see if I can scout some out. And speaking of which, I can do a lot more traveling now because yeah. I've bought a bike. You did. You finally bought a bike. I think maybe two or three weeks ago, we were mentioning it. Like, you should get a bike and come out with me. Yeah. And yeah. Then cycle the canals and just go yeah, on yeah. little bike rides. Because for Instagram and for YouTube, 
you post um, like a background image uh, yeah. for the for you know for, for the video versions of this podcast, and you take images um, just throughout your week, yeah, and then you use those in the podcast, and uh, and, it, and it's nice. But obviously, you cycle out the city. No, sometimes yeah. I just cycle around the city. Like the one for last week was just from one of the parks. Mm-hmm. Uh, top of top of Oxford Road. Yeah, nice little park. Uh, Row of cherry blossoms. I was like, this is actually a really, really nice image potential. So, how long have you been like cycling? And when I say cycling, I don't mean like because obviously you had a bike when I first met you, like fucking fourteen years ago. Well, but, yeah. but since like, like I'm talking like for practical use around the city. Well, bit of commuting, bit of good. First to... time I got a bike post uni. We'll say we'll say it this way: post mm-hmm. uni. Uh, yeah, when you came back to Manchester, was with my. One of my exes, I was staying at her parents' place until we got our flat in the city. Mm-hmm. And I would have to walk to the station, get the train into the city, and then walk to the bar for work yeah. until we'd moved in. So I just, at some point, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get a bike, cycle to the station, and then cycle to work. So it's going to be a lot quicker. Yeah. And obviously, if I was working nights, I would be staying at yours. Mm-hmm. I think I maybe walked once or twice. Yeah, yeah. I thought, Fuck this. Yeah, no, it's way too long. Not not the length. Yeah. The fucking sketchiness of it. Yeah, that's true, because you you got to think about that when it's like two, three in the yeah. morning, you know? So I was like, fuck this, and I, I bought a bike. I love that. So that was your solution, right? That, that, that was my first bike. Just quickly interject, right? When I was in my first year of uni, I used to work in a bar in the city centre, right? And uh, your solution is to get a bike. My solution was to get an electric skateboard, which was a lot more expensive. And the thing is, right, there's a lot of like electric scooters and stuff. You, you, you've been to Bratislava and obviously in Prague and different parts of Europe. Yeah. Electric scooters. It's more accepted, but six years ago it wasn't. It was weird. And I had this electric sco- skateboard. So, of course, yeah, I was going through sketchy areas at two in the morning, three in the morning. The bar that I used to work in, we were allowed to drink. If every two weeks there was someone leaving and doing like a leaving do in the management team and they'd buy everyone shots behind the bar. I was smashed and I'm wobbling about on this skateboard, right? Doing about damn near 20, 22 miles an hour. Get home in five minutes. It will be a half an hour walk otherwise. Yeah. And if there's anyone sketchy, they're not fucking keeping up with me. Fuck off. Right, don't get me wrong. The cycle to yours wasn't quick, but it was mm. definitely quicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I broke that bike in the end. I yeah. was it had twisty gears. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, uh, this is why you don't like them, isn't it? Uh, and I was trying to gear down for some lights, so I started twisting it. And when I set off, the the gear bent, and oh. that was it. I couldn't ride the bike anymore. Oh. I had to carry it back to the flat and leave it there. And I ended up just leaving it there and never getting it fixed. Oh shit! I, it's probably still there now. Oh, oh, what, did you, did you lock it up outside or something? Or no, just... I locked it up inside the building. <laughs> oh, right, in the building? <laughs> yes. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I wouldn't be, uh, I mean, as it happens, obviously you've got a car now, we're uh, taking it for a service in the morning, near where you used to live. Yeah. Do you reckon we could uh, see if we can see if it's Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if the gate codes are all the same. Yeah. I reckon we should. Uh... But I- I'm not bothered. You're not bothered, no. no I, well, that's a bit of history. I want to. I want to go and have a little adventure. See if we can, if we can infiltrate that premises, and get in there. They do have a concierge lounge as well, so there will be someone manning. Um, oh, they've got a coffee machine as well, actually. Look at you. Oh fuck that! I think shit. No, I, I will tell you. I will tell you a story about this property and how it was advertised after mm-hmm. the bike story. Okay. 
Anyway, second bike I got at, uh, at the start of the third lockdown, would it be? Or is it the second lockdown? Ugh. What was the month? Like after we had March went into lockdown, we reopened Eat Out to Help Out and then we went into lockdown again. That's when I bought the bike. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what what around October? Yeah, October. Like September, October time. Yeah. A really lovely Carrera bike, a Carrera Hellcat. Fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. Uh, I, I locked it up outside where we've got the bike storage. Yeah. I was like, fuck it. The CCTV, it's a bike storage. I'll lock it up here. Mm-hmm. And two weeks later, someone had nicked it. I mean... It's annoying because you shouldn't have to consider that, you know. Yeah. We've got we've got proper bikes, not proper bike storage. They're just like locks outside. Oh, that's what bike storage is. It's well, yeah, but they should have had. I mean, like the one I've got in work, it's like an actual shed. It's like a it's like an outhouse type yeah. thing with a with a fob access. At least it's a deterrent. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the point. Should... That the CCTV was a deterrent, and I relied on that aspect to keep my bike outside. They probably waved at the camera as they took it. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me uh, no, anyway. there's, a, there's a real bike theft issue in the city yeah I reported it to the police and they were like yeah we don't have time to look through two days of footage I'm like all you do is skip an hour at a time and find what hour the bike disappears and then just go back you've narrowed it down it takes a minute <laughs> literally like do these people like obviously we both know how to edit videos we understand the concept of fucking seeking and skipping yeah. Like you don't have to fucking watch forty eight hours of footage. Is that genuinely what they would have done? Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. Fucking stupid. Uh, um, I I was speaking to someone today, or recently, about how Manchester police just don't give a shit about bike theft. It's such a massive problem that they do not have the resource to deal with it. You see, I, that's the thing. I think and it's that's a problem in itself. Well, because I mean, there was a bomb scare. Shit, there was a bomb scare recently. Yeah, yeah, there was. Yeah, literally, we we drive down that road that the bomb scare was on. Like, when we go to Tesco, like, we go through that area. Yeah. So, like, fuck, man. <laughs> so, I mean, to be fair, they probably, yeah, they'll have more important issues to deal with rather than bank theft. But, I mean, it's a bit shit. Like, I don't know. I've not got a solution, to be honest with you. It's fucked. More police as a solution. Ah, well, yeah, but, I mean... Have yeah, a dedicated it, Yeah, but they'd bikes. be busy doing other shit. I mean, I think the issue is at the root why are people still in bikes because they've not got much money so oh yeah you know sure. and, and and it's like i went to go and buy this bike um, like, yesterday and the first guy that i messaged on facebook marketplace it just felt like it was a stolen bike i told you not to buy it yeah i told no, you it looks nice but yeah. it just felt like i asked the guy oh um what, what did i ask him um, i asked him for some specifics on the bike and if it was on the bike register he didn't know what I was talking about. He wasn't even spelling his words properly, to be honest. It just felt like a very sketchy. Oh. I asked him, oh, I asked him if he had a some bank details, if he would accept a bank transfer rather than cash. And he was like, no, I don't have a bank account. Cash, please. And I'm thinking, right, now nah, you do. How can you not have a bank account? You, you, you asked want traceability. And I looked through it. I looked through the pictures and they were in different locations. And I was watching it, looking at it like, this doesn't seem quite right. No. Ask him if it's registered on bike register. Yeah. And see what he says. He didn't even know what that was. He had no clue what we were talking about. And very shortly after, he responded with, my mum got it for me and I don't like it. Yeah, but I didn't ask you that. I asked it if it was on the bike register. Yeah, I don't care. Don't give me some sob story about yeah. the history. You're trying to like, you're trying to 
It's like you've got your tracks, you're trying to cover your tracks yeah. in snow with a fucking branch and you're trying to wipe it. Anyway, you know. Suspect, suspected it was stolen, so we didn't engage in the purchase. I don't want, because you had your bike stolen, I don't want to yeah. engage in that. I don't care if it's a good deal I'm going for. I'm not buying a stolen bike. Now, what I will say about the bike register is, right, a friend of mine was very excited that I finally bought a bike. Because she's like, oh, this is great. Um, you'll be able to get the train down to where, um, you know, to where to where uh, her and some of her friends live and we can yeah. all go on bike rides and you can join us and that'd be great. But I asked her oh, oh. if she knew what... I oh, know, yeah, it's nice. I asked her if she knew what the bike register was and she actually hadn't heard of it. All right, but in fairness, she doesn't even have a bike lock. Doesn't need one. Yeah. She, she lives in a small village where, where we grew up, where we're from. Yeah, yeah. And... Theft you know, isn't a problem. Well, well, it's not even that. It's never left... Because the way that they cycle, it's just you're at your house, you cycle around like a reservoir or some like national park, and then you go home. It's never left anywhere. Whereas you and me, we cycle to a location or to work and it's locked up outside. So we need to consider registration, theft, locks, all yeah. that stuff, right? Well, obviously, it's not even an issue over there. It's obviously, possible. I now have my third bike since moving to the sea. I had to reorganize my bedroom so that I could make a space to store the bike inside. Yeah, because we're not... I'm not leaving it outside again. Not I'm anymore. not going to risk getting the bike nicked after two weeks. I don't know much about bikes. It's 100 quid. Yeah. For what? Mm. 100 quid to have it nicked in two weeks. Mm. I mean, the first bike... Well, not the first. The second one, the Carrera. That was really expensive. Well, that's the thing. I don't know anything about bikes, but you're telling me that was a good brand and a good um, model or whatever. Yeah. So I'm guessing people who are looking... If it's their job to steal bikes and sell them... <laughs> yeah. Then uh, it's a bit bad. They know what brands to look for. Obviously, well, yeah, there are to... quite a few bikes locked up outside and they're probably just cheap commuter bikes. Yeah. I mean, mine's nothing special. It's probably in that bracket of cheap commuter bike. Yeah. You know? But I mean... It's a bike. I've not had a bike for 10 years. I'm actually very nervous about riding on the road because I've not done it for, well, ever, to be honest, because I was only a kid when I had a bike last. Even indicating, like, because I'm, I've not got a good balance at the moment. Yeah. I feel quite wobbly, so I'm a bit scared. But Even got, today, I, to it. I was fully expecting to come back to the station and see something missing off my bike. I made yeah. sure to take the lights off before I left. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to come back and either someone's cut the bolt off and fucked off mm. or they've um, taken the seat because you can just un- unscrew the seat and fuck off with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thankfully, no one did. Although one smart thing I did today is I've got a bottle holder on the bike. I was like, I'm going out drinking when I get back to Manchester. Yeah, you're going to want some water. I'll, yeah, I'm going to want some water. So I filled up my water bottle Actually, and left I'm... it on the bike. No, that's genius. It's like... This mate of mine who has a bike in London somewhere just tied up because he's a freelancer and what he does is he um, he might be in London, he might be in Manchester, so he's, he's got bikes dotted around the country just for if he happens to go to that station. He doesn't take the bike with him on the train, yeah. he leaves it at the station. Now for me, um, I would I would initially, if, if I was doing that commuting by train, take the bike on the train, but to be fair... Um, the trains are busy, man. Even during oh, yeah. these times, yeah. I remember a, a mate of ours, Tommy. He was starting uni in Manchester, and he was going to commute in on the train. And he's got this whole thing about, oh yeah, it. I mean, he, he he finished his course like two years ago, but when he was just about to start his course, 
Um, he was like, oh, it's going to be great. I'm going to be getting on the train. I'm going to be able to get my laptop out and do a little bit of work on the train, you know? And do I'm <laughs> like, mate, you're not going to get a fucking seat. You're going to be struggling. You're going to be like sardines. You have no idea. Because you've never been on a train. You didn't know what, you didn't know how bad it is. <laughs> like, you're you know not doing what? any work on that train, mate. Based on what you were saying before, you know what you could do mm. as a suggestion is if you have a car, drive to the station on your end, mm-hmm. get the train into the city and have the bike ready. Yeah, literally. Just have it. Just have it. So I, so you could have... Obviously, if you then want to go on a bike ride, you'd have to go into the city, get the bike and bring it back with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, I mean, well, yeah, actually, yeah, that's the thing. I'd, I'd have to travel into, the, I'd have to travel away from, like, I'd have to go and pick it up. That's so weird to, like, to think. Do you want to pour the next Havana Club? Cause... Is it because I'm better at pouring drinks than you are? Well, well, I'd hope you are. You work in a bar, mate. I mean, I'm not being funny. I don't know. I can give it a go. It's just right. So we've got a speed See, pour. you're right? already doing it how I would not recommend doing it. Right, so how would you recommend doing so it? So I'd get your fingers, your hand upside down and just use your two fingers to hold the neck of the bottle. Of oh, the bottle? The bottle. Oh, right, shit, sure, okay. Yeah. Well, this is, right, hang on. This is, this is weird. Oh, shit, okay, right. So And yeah. then two fingers on the speed pour as that well. That just doesn't feel secure to me. Like, literally, I'm like Spock with his... You'd be surprised. I'm going to come around and do it. Now for Marcus, and I'll let him describe. No, what I'm no, doing. no, it's okay. I'll, I can do it. Is, is this not? Is this not? Right, I'll let you do the first one. Yeah. And then I have two fingers on the jigger, which a jigger is what you use to measure the spirit. Mm-hmm. Ready so that once it's poured, I can very quickly just flip it into the glass. So, so uh, he just spilled. Oh, he poured it over himself. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, I just did a wash today. Mother, <laughs> right? Um, I guess bear I, with. I am on drink duty because he. Yeah, could you? I don't even need a drink right now, right? Like, well, I don't know. You, you, you can make it. Yeah, I'll, I'll make it. When it comes back, I'll make it. Is basically pour, pour the bottle over, but is not put the jigger, or is not put the spout over the jigger, and just spilt it all over the gap. And now he's running around the flat looking for something to clean up this little spot of spirit on his leg. I'm like, mate, what the fuck are you doing? Live with it. You know how much spirit I get on me in a shift? I smell like a fucking boozer when I come home. Think about that. You've not had to live with me smelling like a boozer yet. Uh, well, there's a first time for everything, but it's annoying because there isn't much rum in this bottle. There's, there's, there's barely two shots. Sorry about that. Uh, there's barely two shots left. Um, anyway, I'm going to get up and demonstrate to Marcus what I'm doing. Okay. If you'd like to pour yourself because there's probably not enough for both of us. If you, if you want to pour yourself like the nicer rum, then obviously you can do what you want. Okay. All right, fair. So the tip of the speed pourer makes contact with the jigger. Somehow you got that on the other glass. I don't know how that happened. Oh, I'm pouring the jigger over here. Yeah. Just so you can see it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair. What do you do with the lime? Uh, it's just here, mate. So what we've got, this... We've got we've got some limes. We've got them cut up nicely in little uh, little eighths for you yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm making a lime breezer. We're making a proper dark and stormy. Yeah, man. And what we've got in these limes, they are contained in a dish. Now this dish, you've had for a while, right? It's one of those. Is it from Lidl or something? You get like those cheeses. Oh, you know what? I didn't buy it. My mum, my mum bought it. It's a pack, of, pack of two. We had a with my ex. We had a a nice uh, New Year's Day meal that I offered to host. Mm-hmm. It was lovely. I learned how to cook a whole chicken, and oh my god, it was the juiciest chicken I have ever had. 
And that is the day I realised I know how to cook fucking chicken. <laughs> Mate, genuinely, I was there. That was good fucking chicken. That was, that was some good shit. You were cooking and you were hungry. You hadn't been to bed. No, I you was on a bender. You were like, oh, you... you, you. Obviously, it was Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and I've been out on Christmas Eve. Mel, we one of my mates and we had a couple of beers in the flat. Christmas or New Year? Christmas. No, New Year. It was New, New Year. Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. Pardon me. Not anyway, sorry. New Year, I met up with my mate. We had a couple of beers in the flat and then I went over to my workplace and we had a couple of beers there. And he was like, well, I, I want to get off. Like, all right, I'll hang out with these guys to go into a pub for a bit. I'll go clubbing with them. Yeah. We went to Impossible Boy for an industry club night for New Year's. That's sick. Those motherfuckers were open till 10 a.m. <laughs> and you can't be the first one to leave. A golden rule, if you're not a bitch, don't leave first. I feel like that could be a, a nicer saying, like that rhymes or something. <laughs> it is literally just, don't be a bitch. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Well, so I, I I'm, like, I'm not leaving first, but I also am acutely aware that I need to cook a whole meal tomorrow. Yeah, like you literally have guests coming. <laughs> it was your mum, part- <coughs> your mum, your partner with me, and my mum's partner. Oh, sorry, yeah, and no, no. yeah, that's as well. My oh, big sister. Oh yeah, she came, didn't yeah, she? Yeah. Oh. Anyway, it just so happens to the best. So I'm drinking until nine a.m. I'm just going to free pour this, the rest of this room in here. There you go. At 9am, I need to go because I need to start getting the food ready. <laughs> like, what? It's like, yeah, I'm going to go home and start cooking my dinner. <laughs> so I want to breakfast. Fuck breakfast. I'll get a fucking McMuffin on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> that That's the way you want to start the new year. I mean, I started this, this new year, 2021. I just started sitting where I am now. On my own with some kind of gin, I think. Um, this was whilst we were playing a lot of Skyrim. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh over the week that that week between Christmas and New Year, that weird week where nothing really makes sense. I mean, to be fair, the whole of lockdown hasn't really made sense. But it, it, you know, it's like that. In fact, that's what lockdown's been. It's literally been like a long version of that week between Christmas and New Year. But we were playing a lot of Skyrim, and that was I had a good oh, time doing that. I need so. To- I need to go back to Sky. I need to get to my target, my level goal to go into the underground. Yeah, so you've been kind of holding off going into the Dwemer ruins until you get to level 50? Yeah. Yeah? Because those Falmer bitches are dickheads. They're not that bad. You know what's weird? I found out if you get too strong, you become weaker. What do you mean? Like, if you get too strong in the game... The enemies will level up with you. Yeah, of course. And, and there's a nice sweet spot in the game where you are stronger than everything. Mm-hmm. And then you're not anymore. <laughs> Interesting. Because they just... Yeah, but that's the point when you start having uh, your companions, your followers. Yeah? No, I thought the followers are fucking ball-like. What's the guy called? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't he, know. He, he's a Khajiit mage, but he's fucking sick. He literally, it's because he levels up with you. That's what's so good about it. So you keep him with you and he'll just keep on just like ice sharding people. And you know how good the ice shards are. Ice shard is fucking bullshit is what it is. Yeah, when you're at the receiving end of it. Yeah. I've had some stressful nights where, what was I doing? I was was in some, I was in some fort and there was this mage. Literally, there's no one else, just this fucking guy. And he keeps firing ice shards at me. And like, I die within one hit. 
Not only that. I'm level, I'm level 55, man. And he's just... This is about. This is the sweet spot you're talking about. He's obviously too high for me because I'm past that yeah. point. And, um, like, I was sweating. I was literally... I, I mean, this was like four or five months ago now, but it was horrible. Like, literally, I, I, I'd die. I'd respawn. I'd instantly pause the game and be like, right, what am I doing? What potions have I got, right? And I had combos. I had, like, um, I need to use this, this, and this in order to boost this, this, and this. And then I'm going to... Uh, poison my arrows and then I'm going to get my regen ready and I'm going to swap between fire arrow regen do a bit of fire you know and kind of like swap and um, eventually I killed the guy oh I also had to um, yeah. mi- micro my shouts so that I was using slow motion and shit um, it was fucking horrible I think absolutely horrible I managed to get my sneak skill to level 100 by level 20 mm-hmm and I, I legendaried it mm-hmm. and kept sneaking up, got it back to 100 again. Mm-hmm. It's like, if there's one thing I do to beat enemies, because I'm an orc, I'm just going swinging with a warhammer. Yeah, well, that's your style. I yeah. wanted to go more of a, um, I like being sneaky. It's just so much fun. Well, this is the thing. I do sneak around in my fucking heavy plate arm. Yeah. Right. Just clanking away. Yeah. <laughs> sneaking up behind people with a fucking warhammer and crushing skulls in. Problem is, if they're a high level, I'll take like a quarter damage off them, and they'll mm-hmm. turn around and ice shot me. Yeah, yeah. And the ice shot slows you down. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah, yeah, that's what ice does. I remember uh, there's been some instances where I've been fighting mages, and I'll chip away at them with a bow and arrow while I'm sneaking. But if the health gets too low, they'll mm-hmm. heal like half the health, and you've got to start again chipping away. Yeah. you got to get to that sweet spot where they're low enough that they're not going to heal, but you can also attack them. Yeah. And you gotta sneak up to him and fucking just hope and pray to God that you get that bonus and fucking smash the skull in. The problem with sneaking is obviously like it's really fun to do. It is a bit OP because all you have to do is crouch around, fire your arrow, and then you get like a good crit. Um but it's annoying because it's really fun, but it becomes it makes the game too easy. So obviously you can legendary your um your skills to reset them. Yeah. So that's what I did. I say recently, I've not played the game for like four or five months, but um, when I was played it, I did a lot of legendaries and it just, it made it more interesting because it was hard again to actually like, you know, whittle down someone's health. One really thing good. I started doing as well is using different weapon sets. Like, obviously I use heavy armor, heavy weapons. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? It's a lot easier to level up when you're leveling up a skill as well. So you've yeah. got a skill at level 100. You don't level up anymore from it. Mm. so you don't get the XP bonus alright I'll start using one handed weapons as well and I'll legendary my two handed mm-hmm. so I'm going around using both and depending on the situation I would decide what weapons to use so I'm leveling them both up together one situation that I would always do is against dragons I would do my berserker rage mm-hmm. I'm yeah. run my ebony battle axe unenchanted and run elemental fury which meant i could swing it like a motherfucker yeah <laughs> and i would kill dragons in like 10 seconds they couldn't even fly off and fly around for me it was a little bit random because i had the i think it was the dragon bane sword and that was my dragon killing weapon that was specifically for killing dragons um but i was once in a situation where there was there was like two dragons and they're both just just going at, at, at me, and I'm just like, 
you know, what you went, have you ever ended up in a death save? Mm. Like you quick save it at literally when you're about to die. Yeah. So every time yeah. it reloads, you're dead again straight yeah. away. I don't because you play on Xbox, I play on PC. I don't know what Xbox is like, but with PC, it's quite good because you have the quick saves, but they are different from your normal saves. And I, I actually do normal saves um, just so that I've got that uh, separate, you know, file yeah. to to go to. Um, My problem was I did an accidental quick save. Yeah. Right as I died. So the auto save was fucking donkeys away. Yeah. And I didn't want to go back. I was like, I'm just going to have to do this and try and get in my menu and throw as many health potions as I can <laughs> to get away from this fucker before he kills me. Yeah. It, like, it was a fucking nightmare. Did you manage it? Did yeah, like, yeah. So I managed it. That's insane. Because sometimes in a death loop situation, you don't... Occasionally, you'll die... Like maybe after a second. Yeah. Every time you die instantly, but sometimes it'll be like the black second. Well, the gap. problem was you press pause in one of those random gaps. The problem was it would start an animation, mm. and you needed it to not be an animation where you just flop. Yeah, yeah. But every single time it was animation of dying, animation of dying, animation of dying. You don't even get a chance to be in the in, in the in the game. Yeah, because it just cuts straight. You can't even get in the menu to do the health potion. You got like. A split second, if you're lucky to to get your menu. Up. I very nearly bought a VR for really? yeah. Well, no, because I was looking at it because I thought I, I was really into Skyrim over that over that Christmas period. So I was like, right, I want to be immersed in this shit. This is amazing. Um, I didn't buy VR in the end, and I've actually not been into playing it recently. So you know what? Rob has set himself up a little VR room. Oh, nice. So it, his, it is his office as well. Okay. He's got his like little office corner where he does, does all his work. Yeah. But it's a massive room and he's going to build it up into a proper VR room. Nice. So you can have a... You, you do... That's the thing. You, you do need like a separate room free. Yeah. That's not got stuff in it that you can walk into. You know? Well, well I think that's it. He's going to set it up as his, like, his gaming... He's basically going to make a man cave that can have VR. You know, you know what I was thinking, right? So I'm actually looking into buying a house potentially. Um, I've been saving my deposit for a very long time, and, and I think I'm ready to do it. And I'm looking at houses, and I had a few viewings recently. I you, you said you've got like an agreement in principle as well. Yeah, like, yeah. Which is well, you're, you're, you're on one of the steps to buying a house. Yeah, um, I don't have to, but it, it's nice to know that it's possible, right? Because I've got the deposit and so on. Um, but what I'm saying is, um, there's this one house that I've looked at, and, uh, and I've been reviewing it, I do quite like it. Um, it was built in the 1800s, it's it's like an old stone, it's a stone terraced house, right? Right. Um, well, I, I've, I've, you've seen pictures of it, um, obviously the people at home haven't seen pictures, but here's my theory, right? It's an old house. What do old houses typically require or what did they used to require when they uh when they were built mm -hmm. plumbing i mean i hope so but i'm talking more about a basement mate not uh, not, okay, the out, okay. not an outhouse right so this house hasn't got a basement right but it might have one my grandma's house has a basement 
Did you know that? I didn't. I've been to your grand's house so many times. I had no idea there was a basement. I had no idea there was a basement. Wait, wait. Does that mean Debbie's got a basement as well? She might have a basement. She lives next door. She might have a basement. Yeah. Yeah, potentially. How do you find out? Like, Literally, um, ages, and I'm talking like years ago, my grandma was getting, uh, there was some damp under the carpet in the kitchen. Right. So she had the carpet pulled up so that she could air it out to get rid of the damp under the under the uh, carpet. Um, she pulled back the carpet, this is like 10 years ago, and uh, there was a trap door. And I'm like, oh, Grandma, what's this trap door? It's like, oh, it's for the basement. And I do have a faint memory of her pulling up the trap door and me kind of like peeking my head through. What the fuck? And it's literally... It's, what the... F- there's nothing in there. It's just it's just fucking stone and soil and dark. There's nothing... And damp. There's nothing in there, right? But my theory is, this house that I'm looking at is older than hers. If that has a basement too, I'm I'm going after it. You I'm, think, I'm uh, man-caving that shit. You think uh, Debbie knows about this? Um... Look, right, when you buy a house, you've got to get solicitors, they've got to do searches, there's a building survey. I'm assuming she's she bought the house, right? So I'm assuming she'll have had a survey done and the survey will have probably have told her um, about, because it's a structural survey, like, you know, I would have thought you'd know. I've not had any surveys done, so I don't know, but I mean... Surely you need a survey done. Yeah, yeah, I've just not got it like, organised yet. Is that something you will be doing anytime soon? Um, I'm looking. <coughs> God, this fucking ginger beer is right in the back of my throat. Um, yeah, I am looking into now it. Now you're feeling what I felt. I, I am looking into it. It's just obviously you need to be sure because there's a cost to it, and there's no point getting a survey on a house that you're not sure about because if obviously you know you, you're spending a few hundred pounds here, so you know. Yeah. Um, but if I do do it, and if the survey comes back, I I'd like to assume. Well, especially if it's a full survey, because there's different levels of survey you can get when you're buying a house. Um, if it's a full survey, then yeah, it'll be a structural survey. They'll look into the, they'll do the searches, they'll look into the history when it was built, the foundations, the you know um, blueprints and shit. Because um, of course, it's got um, it'll you know you know planning permission. Yeah. So the council will have somewhere details of how the house was built and so on. Um, I don't know how it works, but that'll tell me if there's a basement. I'm sure of it. Okay. Um, because okay. the floor the floor's laminate floor and you can't just pull it up and go in the basement. I'd have to if I if there is a basement, I'll have to go digging for it. It'll cost quite a bit of money to get the room kitted out, get it plastered, get carpet put down, make it to a man cave. Yeah. See, he's fucking thing. sick. If it is just some random trap door, mm. you would have to would you have a hatch there or some stairways? It might just be in the middle of a room. Oh yeah, well the one in Grandma's is literally in the middle of the kitchen. No like, it's way. Just, it's just there. Yeah, yeah. honest. I, fuck I, off. Yeah, I've tried finding it. I've tried hitting my foot on the floor to try and feel if I can, but it's solid. You can't actually find How it. How many times have we been in that kitchen playing Halo mm. for years? There's a whole room underneath. Yeah. There's a whole yeah. room underneath. <laughs> like, but how sick is that? You know, there was one house that I looked at um, in a similar sort of area, um, and that had a basement conversion so they'd actually made it to a room they had a trapdoor under the stairs that led down to more stairs and they plastered it they put flooring down um so it was it it met the safety regulations to be a bedroom i remember uh, my where when we moved out of bolton mm-hmm. back to darwin yeah uh, the house we were living in had a basement okay. and that was my sister's room yeah because 
the, it's fucking huge, but I didn't even bring that. I just inhaled it. Yeah. <laughs> they'll, yeah, because they'll have converted it. They and, did. Yeah, it was definitely converted because it was a mansion back in the day. Mm. And as the development's gone up, they split the house in two. Yeah. So you had two sides. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and my sister got a basement bedroom, but they had to have a window there to make it code. Well, yeah, it had because legal. There has to be an escape route. Okay. Um, yeah, but there was fucking bars on top of the window. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, there was a window. If it still meets the regulations, then yeah. This certain weird ruling, right? Um, but no, so this house that I looked at, which had a converted basement, ready to go, could have been a man cave. Um, technically, it didn't class as a bedroom. You know, like, a loft conversion, you're not allowed to count that as a bedroom unless it has a door. Yeah. There's certain things like that. So it was actually, it was a four-bedroom house, this one that I looked at. Because it had a basement and it had a loft conversion. Neither of those counted as bedrooms because of that regulation. It's mental, isn't it? Does that knock down the asking price as well or the guide price? Um, well, I mean, it was out of my budget. So I don't uh-huh. know. I mean, I'd probably say maybe, but I mean, a house is worth whatever someone's going to pay for it. Well, that's, and, true. And, that's true. And, and, and I'm paying for it. I'm paying for a bar. I'm paying for dartboard. I want to get a pool table, um, you drinks know, cabinet. You're paying to have a room to have a bar in it. Yeah, but I'm paying for the future potential. Yeah. Of what? So I don't know, man. Um, if 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 I do get a survey, I will uh, see if there's a basement because that'd be fucking sick. If you get a girlfriend, is she gonna force you to move out of that house, or would you be happy moving in? Um, knowing that you have a man cave downstairs with all the amenities. I mean, to be fair, that could help the relationship because if she gets sick of me, she can just tell me to fuck off downstairs. <laughs> and then I'm literally out. I'm technically out of the house. I'm under the house. <laughs> there was, um, oh, what was I doing now? I was, I was staying in the late district uh, before COVID about a year and a half ago because uh, me and a mate were doing some filming and we were staying in a house that his auntie recently bought right? Right. Now, similar to your mum's old house, it was, it wasn't a mansion, but it was it was a big house, right? Except it used to be two houses, but they knocked the wall down uh, and turned it into yeah, one yeah. big house, right? So they bought this house, they were doing it up, turned it into an Airbnb. We were staying there um, because we were up early the next morning to do some filming in the Peaks, uh, sorry, in the Lake District, um, just some music videos and some, you know, passion project stuff, yeah. right? I'll say, if you're going to the peaks, you already live in Manchester. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm I'm in the lakes. I've got it mixed up. Um, But basically, right, this house, it was across the road from a pub. Do you want to know how wide the street was? I would say three cars width. Oh, not at all. You could literally, from door to door, two steps. Wait, that was the entire road? It was a very, very thin one-way road. People drove up and down there. I never saw any cars up and down it, but you it, you could. It, it was a public road, right? What? But what's funny about it, okay, is the way the house was built. Um, the door was was not on the on the road, okay. The front door for the house was actually up some stairs, which meant the basement with inverted commas, right? The right. basement door was on ground level because it was a raised up house, right? So. There's a story of the last guy who lived in it for, you know, with his wife for like four years or whatever it was, right? He was a carpenter and he made doors, he you know, with wooden stuff. So there's stories of this guy, right, saying to his wife, right, 
Oh, thanks for tea, love. I'm going to nip downstairs, get a bit of woodwork done, you know. Right. And he'd go downstairs and he wouldn't do woodwork. He'd, he'd sneak out the door because the basement had a front door. Um, and then he'd two steps to the pub across the road and he'd be there. And then he wouldn't, um, you know, his wife wouldn't be bothered by him because she's doing her own thing. He's doing his thing. Oh, you <laughs> fucking hell. Get, every week scares the shit out of me. Um, you say that, but that's two weeks have been fine. Well, yeah, because well, I suppose we've had another host, haven't we? So yeah. it's been a bit more... Uh, I don't know, but anyway, now so um, well. I was gonna say when you said it's a character, you know, it's always, you know, with wood. It's like, oh no, fucking shit, he's not making them with brick and mortar, is he? I mean, <laughs> imagine what? if our fucking front door was made out of concrete. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be much of a thought, would it? <laughs> shit. Oh no, it'd still be on hinges. You'd just never be able to open the fucker. Speaking of which, if I do get a house, I need to find a place for my uncle's pub door. You know the one that I picked up last <laughs> the summer? The bathroom door. The bathroom door for the pub. I don't, did, I, did I tell this on the podcast? Yeah, we I? have talked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's even a, a short skit on YouTube. Oh, so if nice. you don't know, we do have a YouTube channel mm-hmm. and we do compress the episodes down into like little five, ten minute episodes that you can just watch quickly. Mm-hmm. More entertaining in a short, shorter form content as opposed to us chatting shit for two hours. <laughs> I mean... Stick with what you know, but in this sense, in this essence, go to YouTube, find the clip. I forget what it's called. Um, if you want to get up to speed on my my, my my pub door situation, but basically, I've got a pub door in my mum's shed, and uh, um, yeah, if I do get a house, I'll be able to relieve mum's shed of the door and then do something with it. I don't know what I'd do though. You can make tables mm. out of it. You could actually use it as a door, but it's not a standard size because it's an old door. You know. Yeah, you'd have to, well, you'd have to make sure it fits before anything else. Because mm. it, it would, it, it will not fit. Yeah. It's too tall. It is tall definitely one of the doors designed to fit where it fits and not go anywhere else. It's not a standard dimension. Like we we could take it. this door here. Oh yeah. And probably put it on your mum's door and it worked just fine. Could even take the fucking automatic closing thing. Oh yeah. I mean, that'd be kind of weird, but. I mean, it would work. Yeah. But this door, I mean, I love going around saying to people, oh, I've got my, my, you know, the pub door from my uncle's pub. It's not the pub door, it's just a door. Yeah. It happens to be on the front of the fucking women's toilets. You thought it was the front door, though. And that's what I signed up for. Yeah. yeah oh, oh, we've got this door, you know? You want, a, you, want, you want to get yourself a door? It's like, yeah, Belton, I'll get myself a door. Why oh, not? Yeah. Why not? Well, I've got nowhere to put it. <laughs> Mum's talking about, uh, oh, you need to save up money so that you can get yourself a front door. In other words, get yourself a house. It's like, and I've already got one. It's like, I rock up outside her house <laughs> with doors. I'm like, Mum, I've got my door. She's like, what are you doing? Um, but you know what? It was, uh, it's Mother's Day today, not in England. Oh, However, it? Oh, in is- the US. It, no, not even in the US. It's Mother's Day for a couple of European countries. Okay. And uh, I saw it on some of my feeds. Again, obviously working where I work, we have quite a lot of international people living here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw it on my Facebook feed. I thought, you know what? I'm going to message my mum and tell her Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Just <laughs> to take the piss. <laughs> I'm assuming you did actually <laughs> speak to her on, on our Mother's Day. Why are they all different? I, I, I went over on Mother's Day. Me and my sister like did a meal for her. Yeah, I remember that. It was nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, I say it was nice. I wasn't there, but I mean, I've seen it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you're coming over for Mother's Day, Marcus. 
No, well, I do have my own mother to tend to. <laughs> but um, it's weird because in America, like, well, I believe American Mother's Day is coming up because I was in March. Theirs is in May, I think. It's next week. Oh, is it next week? No, it's next week. Oh, and right. I'm fully committed to... Well, I want to go see my mum next week as well. You know what you should do? You should do like an American style Mother's Day. Like you just bring her a load of burgers and fast food and you know, you know like, uh, I don't know, something like that. I also think... Like an American style Mother's Day. I was already planning on going down next weekend mm. uh, to see my mum, see my uncle, uh, to see my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. I could do that. I could go buy some flowers. Yeah. Buy some burgers and like happy Mother's Day more. Yeah, get some American It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, it's Mother's Day in America. That's <laughs> why I've got your burgers. <laughs> just get some American flags as well. You know, you I feel like just get, go down to Iceland and get a frozen pack of burgers. Yes, yeah, that would work. When did the Icelandics do Mother's Day? That oh, said. Man. I don't know. I, I, I looked through a list of when Mother's Day was for different parts of the world. Yeah. I did not click on what Iceland was well here's a fun fact that I uh, you know recently discovered you know you get your Michelin star for your restaurants I I know about it I did not realise it is actually the same Michelin as Michelin tyres you're fucking suicidal mate mate it's mental the French company um, you know why they do that right why they originally started it well why the idea was if they had this guy People would read it and drive to the restaurant back in like the 1910s, 1920s. Okay. And they would wear down the tyres. And because they're wearing down the tyres to go to these restaurants, they would buy more tyres from Michelin. That's fucking genius. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. That's fucking sick. That's amazing. Oh, wow. That um, is a marketing strategy and a half that probably definitely paid off. Um, has definitely caused a more headache in recent years because now it's like if you've got a Michelin star it's a good restaurant well, it's literally just Michelin trying to get people to wear out their tires yeah. more so that you get it's so stupid it sounds like the kind of thing that we'd come up with it's fucking stupid it's stupid but it works I know well if it's stupid it works it's stupid. stupid yeah it's, it's very smart oh yeah anyway continue with your story sir oh sorry yeah go on Michelin Star Restaurant. Mm-hmm. Short story. I don't know why you're looking at me. Oh, no, no, no. That was it. Oh, that was it. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because... Right, right. So there's there's this girl that I've been messaging on long. <laughs> I'm, I'm sat here away from my story. just like, Michelin Star Restaurant. Yeah, taking a sip of his drink. Right, so... No, no, no. That was literally... But since since you've dragged it out of me, right, let me just bring it up. So, um, as you made obvious earlier, I am currently single. Hello, ladies. Right. And I've been speaking to, I mean, it's very, very cheap, very good. You know, I've been speaking to um, someone and you know what's weird about this conversation? Um, it hinges on, uh, pun intended, it, hing, <laughs> it, it hinges on jacket potatoes. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> like literally. So last week I went down to see a mate. And uh, we were sat in his backyard. You told this last week, man. Yeah. Well, there's not much going on. Yeah, okay, right. Refer to last week's episode for full details, right? But basically, we had these jacket potatoes, and obviously, they were so good that obviously, I've, I've started talking to using them as pickup lines. I, I believe you told me, you said, get on the jacket potato wagon. It's damn good. Or something along those lines. You know what? I'm, I'm reading these messages back, right? So, 
this girl, she messaged me, she says, oh, send me a voice note of what you think I sound like, winky face. So I sent her a couple of voice notes. You were in the room, actually, when I was doing them. I sounded like a fucking idiot. I'm, I'm, I'm... You, you really did. Well, I she's... wasn't in her room. I was in your bedroom because we were talking. We she, well, she's from, she's from East London, and this was the first time speaking to her uh, through this app. So um, I was like, okay, East London, Cotney. Oh, shit. So, and I'm bad with accents, right? So I sent a couple of voice messages. She sent back a voice message. And you know, this is weird actually, because then I reply with, honestly, the topping was just butter, but my God, it was good. <laughs> so if this was a screenshot, <laughs> without listening to the audio messages, because I'm not going to play the audio messages now, but like, I don't know what the fucking context is. Why the hell? Oh, that's, that's the reason. You know what's good about Bumble? You, you, you can have Hinge as well. You can have prompts, like yeah. text prompts. So, what, you've got pictures, but then you've also got a thing here that says, never have I ever, and it's a blank. And she filled in the blank by saying, never have I ever had a jacket potato. That's the reason why I started banging on about jacket potatoes. And then she's like, oh, is that classed as a jacket potato? Is that not just a roasted potato with butter in it? And I'm See, like... I'm, and, 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 and here's the reason why I um, bring up the Michelin style story, right? There's always ramen houses with me. So she's like, is that not just a normal potato? Like, it's just got butter in it. And I'm like, I mean, yes, but it was so delicious. I could expect it from a Michelin star restaurant. Um, <laughs> and then I sent her a voice note saying, I love how the main thing we're connecting over right now is bloody potatoes. <laughs> like, for God's sake. potato, you know what I'm saying? I mm. feel like I have to fucking please you to make sure you don't fucking babble on, on a story you've already told. Because you are someone who just baffles with bullshit. Oh, Once yeah, you but... start on a tangent, you would retell that story in its entirety. I'd be like, we talked about this last week. Why Genuinely, you I, about I, it, I don't fucking... I don't listen to this shit. I don't, I, I just, I just record <laughs> the episodes. I'm just going to upload it. I, I, I record the episodes, I upload it, and then and then that's it until next week's <laughs> <Like> an hour. <laughs> like, literally. But it's, it, it, it's good. But I'm glad that you can please me on that because I genuinely don't remember what I spoke about the previous episode. You know, you kind of, you get into a flow, you get into, in, 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 into a thing with it. But I just love how, yeah, jacket potatoes, use them when you're next trying to have a pickup line. Pick up a potato. Nice. <laughs> I guess you could say you're really feeling the skin on your pickup lines on that. I mean, that was terrible, right? You were really trying, I mean, an attempt was made. Yeah, I know. I wasn't trying to put you up though. You fucker! <laughs> you absolute fucker! Was that a setup? Were you planning? It was a fucking setup. Were you planning? So, so the, the, the first line was was shit because then you'd know I'd say something derogatory, and then you'd be like, "Oh, I'm trying to put you on." Fuck off! Right, okay. But, All right, right, right. We're done. We're Thank done. you. We're, we're done. I'm done. Thank you for listening to you guys talking mm. episode twelve. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you again next week. Yeah, I'm not fucking. Punched you in the face some <laughs> shit with this. I don't even know what is this. I've muddling. Muddling. I'm fucking muddling your words on muddle you in a minute. Oh. Uh, uh, but nah, it's been fun. Yeah. Um, see you next week. Yeah. See you next week.